All right, let's go. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. It is the last week of America, and it's also the last week of the Summer of Speed. And we got to watch the Wachowskis Speed Racer. Two hours and 15 minutes of light and sound and stuff. Yeah, it's it definitely is what we're going to talk it, about. It, it, it is full of stuff. It is stuff. If there's anything that this movie is, it is full yeah. of things. Yeah. 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 It is, it is full of. It is a of... movie packed with exuberant nonsense. Yeah. That is. That's. That's. Uh. Box. <laughs> that kid and that monkey. God. Oh, my God. Oh, they're the best this part of the movie. Like, this movie is like neon. This movie is like neon precociousness. Like, this movie is just. I, I almost like. I want to say. I, like it's almost the only part of the movie I like is the monkey and the kid because it's is so it better. Funny. Is this kid better than the kid from Dick Tracy? Because that's all I could think about. A million uh, percent. Yes, this kid's actually got chops. Nice. <laughs> he does have a, little a, too, a little too many chops. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it. But all the beef uh, is in the barn. Yeah, the present account. Old barn it. beef. Yep. We're all back. Okay. It's a full power episode. Uh, so what did you all watch this week? Alec, you weren't here last week, so you start. Yeah, I watched, in the course of the past two weeks, I've watched a bunch of stuff. Hell yeah. Um, to varying varying degrees of goodness. Mm. Um, Anchorman, that's still fun. Uh, there are some jokes that don't play anymore. <laughs> yeah. But it's still... It's still overall a fun romp for a movie solely based on sexism. You know, it's fun. I didn't like that movie the first time I saw it, but like I think the third time I saw it, I kind of sweetened on it a little bit. Yeah, first time was not. I was like, "What's all the hype about?" But subsequent viewings, I definitely warmed to it. What's all the hubbub, bub? <laughs> um, we don't need to talk about that. I watched the Nicolas Cage masterpiece, Con Air. Hell oh yeah. yeah, that movie is insane <laughs> in the best way possible, and stupid in the best way possible. Also and that starring... accent is horrendous in the best <laughs> way possible. What's it? What's it? Cameron Poe is that Cameron his name? Poe. Cameron, Cameron Poe. Poe. I love that they like to make him. Oh, they had to make him a felon in the most patriotically like clean way <laughs> they could ever make a felon in a movie. Yeah. He killed a guy accidentally for assaulting his wife. Yeah. Yeah. And he went to jail for like 10 years. <laughs> well, they had to balance out that uh, charming pedophile and Steve Buscemi. Oof. Oh, yeah. Uh, the words charming and Steve Buscemi, everybody uses the same sentence. <laughs> Probably less frequently than charming pedophile. Mm. Um, but that movie is ridiculous and it's a blast john malkovich is unhinged he's so good in that cyrus the virus yeah uh john cusack is insane in that movie like i don't know what he's doing but like it it feels like he like snorted a pound of coke and was just like let's do this shit i can't remember is he wearing a hat in that movie is that the beginning of hat cusack no, no. I think this is, he's uh, hatless he's sunglasses that, that wasn't until a little later that was you're talking about Direct to Redbox Cusack. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's is, he, he's is, his, is his hairline starting to go, so he's 
wearing hats so. and everything now. But also, but he, he's he's definitely he's in that Bruce Willis and Nick Cage kind of thing where he's just in these weird, like like tax shelter action movies. So he's like cast as like a special agent. And it's like special agent John Cusack. Special, but. Yeah, but he does steal. Was it Cole Meany's like like Mazda yeah. Miata or something? Oh, it's not a Mazda Miata. It's like a '64 Corvette. Yeah. With a license plate that says "As Kicker," that's it. <laughs> um, and then he hooks it up to a Isn't cargo it? plane that like obliterates it, dragging it through the sky. And it, the car obliterates the air traffic control tower, and then the car disconnects and falls like a hundred feet to the ground and is destroyed. But that movie's so fucking fun. Ving Rhames is great in it. And that's uh, Michael Bay, right? Isn't it? That's Bruckheimer, right? Oh, yeah, it's Bruckheimer. Bay did The Rock. Oh, Bruckheimer also produced The Rock, though, right? Uh, I don't know. I maybe. So. Yeah. Uh, the dude Bubba Gump is really fun in it as his like diabetic best friend who needs his insulin or he's gonna oh. die. Um, the way they set up stakes in this movie is ridiculous. <laughs> uh. Dave Chappelle's in it. Dave Chappelle's in it. Oh, for, that's right. For a little bit, yeah. and he lights a Native American on fire to cause a distraction. <laughs> and then was... later on, the Native American is fine, and he joins the bad guys, even though they lit him on fire as a distraction <laughs> like an hour earlier. Well, if you can't beat him, I think that was Chappelle's first movie. Um, is that right? Maybe no I'm not sure. Nah, he was in like You've Got Mail. He's been in bit parts of movies forever. Um. Yeah, that movie's fun. Uh, for those who haven't seen Con Air, check it out. Uh, watch The Girl Next Door. That's a okay little mid two thousands sex romp. Is that also Emil Hirsch? Yes. Oh, that's the one with uh, Elsha Cuthbert, and she's like a porn star. That one? Yeah. Is that? Yeah, yep. yeah. It's fine. Timothy Oliphant's in it, and he's really good. I really like Love Timothy Oliphant. Me too. Like, he should be in way more stuff. He's really good in everything he's in. He was even good in that fucking Hitman movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, it was, yeah, it was awful, but it wasn't his fault. He's great and justified. That's your rules. I yeah. haven't watched that. I've heard nothing but really good things about it, though. Him and Walt Goggins are great in that show. I think yeah. it's all on FX's, uh, like Hulu. I think it's all on there. Um, but that movie's fun. It's fine. It's not. It's not great, but it's it's fine. It's a perfectly cromulent way to watch to spend an hour, <laughs> an hour and a half on. Uh, it's like a risque TBS movie. Like I don't know that you yes. can't on TBS until like ten o'clock on a weekend. Yeah, it's weird because it's. A, I remember seeing it, but like it's about like porn, and there's like nothing even resembling nudity in that movie. It's like we can't. It's like, uh, what did we watch a couple weeks ago where it's just, it was Morbius, where there's just like a vampire movie with no blood. It's just like, uh, what? It's kind of weird. Was she actually doing porn in her? Is it just infer? Like, is, is she's like an easy A where they're just saying she's doing it? No, she, she actually is a porn she star. Actually, she actually is a porn star. And Got it. it. Yeah. Um, she moves next door to like watch her, her aunt's house or something. And also she, stop doing porn, but drugs implied. Yeah, she's she's like what's her name from um 
American Pie, All Strikers Girlfriend, who had that big, like really big, like late nineties, early two thousands career, Alicia Cuthbert, and then just I don't know if she's done anything since. I think I don't she's know. on some like TV show now. Mina Suhari, yeah. is that who I'm thinking of? Yeah. Was she from American Beauty? Yeah. I think yeah. Alicia yeah. Cuthbert was in that show Happy Endings, and that ran for a while. Yeah. If I'm thinking oh. correctly. I, I'm thinking of uh, Elijah Duck Shoes. What's her name? Uh, Dushku. Uh, Elijah Dushku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she did. Eli- Dark Angel. She didn't do much. Oh, wait, no, Elijah, uh, the Cuthbert one has one of my favorite jokes in old school, where she fucks uh, Owen Wilson, and then he goes to see his boss the next day, and they re- he realizes that it's his his boss's daughter, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said high school." I did. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, sorry. <laughs> good God. Mm. <clears throat> oh, good movie. That is a good movie. It's a good one. That one holds up, too, except for a couple yeah. of lines right at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Which is a, a joke that I've, I have I love. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what do you suggest? Do you talk about that um, exchange? Yes, that joke is so, like, I'm yeah. sorry, but that joke is really funny. It's delivered yeah. very well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I watched a movie in Netflix original Maki Mock Wahlberg movie Spencer Confidential. Oh, that's the one with uh, Post Malone, isn't it? Yeah, he's only is in it for think? like a he's only in it for like a minute. The uh, Mark Wahlberg, Alan Arkin, uh, Winston Duke, uh, Bokeem Woodbine's in it. I love him. Who's Winston Duke? He played Mbaku in uh, Black Panther. Oh, okay. that guy's great. That guy's awesome. And he, yeah, he was the father in uh, Us. Not Get us. Out. Yeah, Us. Okay, yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> um, and that movie's fine. Like, it wasn't great, but it, the action s- sequences were fine in it. Um, I mean, you know what you're getting with Mark Wahlberg. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you know what kind of performance you're getting. Are you, are you um, gonna watch that movie where he was like he's like a criminal turned priest or something? Like it looks. I so don't bad. even don't even know what you're talking about. So probably yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> um. And finally, I watched a movie I hadn't seen in a while, and realized watching it, maybe I had never seen the whole thing. Uh, the follow up to. Goodfellas, My Blue Heaven. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've never yeah, seen like, that. That movie like is that movie a, it's lot. a lot of fun. Um, Steve Martin is, and Rick Moranis are both so fucking good in that movie. Yeah. They're so, and uh, Joan Cusack, all three of them. Like, they have a really good, like, really good chemistry together. <laughs> and it's just, like, perfect. Um, the movie's a lot of fun. And I was reading about it, and apparently the actual Henry Hill got pissed off about like how accurately they portrayed some of the stuff. <laughs> like they got like notes from people and things. And there's like some like lines in there that are actually like word for word conversations he had. Yeah. But I Steve remember... Martin's delivering it like Steve Martin, not seriously. Yeah. I, I remember, uh, you know, obviously I knew the Hill from Goodfellas, but he used to be like a frequent guest on the Howard Stern show. And it kind of like, 
I was like, oh, he's not he's not as cool as like Ray Liotta, like at but like all. yeah, like being in hiding, he's very fucking not in hiding. Well, he's dead now. I think well, he's dead like now. all those yeah. all those mob guys got YouTube channels. Sammy the Bull Gravano's got a fucking YouTube channel now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that movie's fun though. Like they they are they're all so good. Like all three of them are so good together. Like I loved watching it and revisiting it. Um apparently it went into production with Steve Martin in the Rick Moranis role and Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Steve Martin role. Oh my huh. God. And like, wanna... they started production with that. And then Arnold dropped out for some reason and Rick Moranis became available. So Steve Martin took over the gangster role and they were able to get Rick Moranis oh. to come in and do the, uh, the FBI agent role, and uh, like I can't imagine that. God, movie. I want to see that movie with Arnold in it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it would have been fun. You can't unscrew a pregnant woman. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between a pregnant woman and a light bulb? <laughs> um, but man, I really loved that movie, and uh, it's something I need to rewatch. Uh more frequently. It's got. The old guy who plays the uncle in Christmas Vacation. Can't remember his name. Oh, that guy was in like a ton of stuff back in the Yeah, he's the, always the blessing, oh, that guy. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah. He owns like the pet store in this. And he's a mobster. And they find out that they all send when they put him in witness protection, they send him all to the same town in like Arizona. <laughs> so then they start their own mob out there. In Arizona, ripping <laughs> off trucks and reselling the stuff. Uh, it's really good. It's a good movie. Um, but yeah, that's all I watched. I just finished watching Community like 10 minutes ago. Finished the series finale. That's, that show was really good for a while. Last you smashed of through that whole thing, huh? It's not long. The first couple of seasons are full. This last couple are only like 10 or 12 episodes. And they're all they all stick to that like twenty two minute format, but it's really good. Like the first four and a half seasons are great, and then it kind of dips a little bit. But I still enjoyed it. Um, Dan Harmon and those Russo brothers—they're they're some talented people. Uh, and I'm like, I'm not quite up to date with the boys. I'm an episode behind on the boys. I haven't even started. I need to watch that. Yes. Yeah, so far, so far is really good. I've heard it's very good. The first, well, however many episodes I've watched, I'll catch up on this most recent one tomorrow. But there's a whole bunch of shows that I need. I really want to watch. I just haven't had time. Yeah. This Marvel's out there. I haven't watched any of that. Which, like, I'm very surprised. Um, what else? Something else? Oh, Umbrella Academy came out last week. Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched that yet. God, I still haven't watched the second season of that, and I love the first season. It's so it's, much it's stuff. Too much stuff. <laughs> yeah. But it's too much tuna. I'll catch up on it all at some point. Uh, Gogs. Uh, I watched three things. Mm, three, uh, things. three things. And before I get into it, I, I, wanna, I had a weird observation because my kids have been very hooked on Jumanji, the rock version. And that movie is basically just Tropic Thunder for children, if you think about it. <laughs> um, I've never seen it, so elaborate, please. It's just people put into the roles of other people in a jungle trying to figure out what they should do as the fake people, but the PG version. Oh, um, <laughs> a lot of fun, though. Uh, 
Just a dude. I really, I, I really want to hear Jack Black's. I'm just a dude playing a dude <laughs> dressed up as another dude. <laughs> Jack Black's in both of them, actually. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. So, uh, three things I watched. I ended up committing to the bit, and I watched that Emil Hirsch Force of Nature movie with uh, with Mel Gibson, where they're oh. escaping a hurricane oh, in Puerto isn't Rico. Isn't that the one that was like the most racist movie ever or something? Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah it, 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 it wore it on its sleeve. It's more terrible. racist than dragged across concrete. Oh, it's, oh my God. it's, it is, uh, it's, it's real bad. Like, it's just a trash movie and I hated every minute of it. Um, but <laughs> we got through it, so you don't have to. Not we? Watch- Who'd you make watch it with you? Well, just the royal me. No. <laughs> My wife had to deal with me just sobbing. Did you did you create your own like invisible friend yeah. to dump some <laughs> of the emotions from watching bad movies on? Yeah, I just sort of sit. That's a movie to, right there. It's just I it's like just that. a pillow with a visor and glasses that sits next to me, and I scream at it. Oh, he has goges written on his chest. <laughs> Be better. Um, no, so I hated it. <laughs> Um, and then this will come as maybe a shock, maybe not. I don't know. I had never seen The Exorcist before. Wow. So I watched what, The Exorcist. What did you think? Uh, it's a masterpiece. It's yeah, it's like amazing. Really amazing. Um, like, a, I don't know. I don't know if they could. I've never seen, frankly, anything that sort of towed the line between being like a truly, uh, like, you know, actual ghost horror story that tries to like rein it in into psychological like science based stuff. I don't know. It's really just brilliant. The third act is nuts and the effects in that movie for the time are just Which version know. did you see? Did you know? I don't whatever was on Netflix. Oh. Um I don't Probably believe it was the, I don't believe it was the director's cut. Because they re released it. I saw it in the theater when they did the director's cut like years ago. Did it have the spider walk down the stairs? I don't believe so. Okay, that's the original version then. Um, because because the the quote version you weren't supposed to see is like the 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 re-released version, and I thought that was kind of like the the de facto version they put out there nowadays. But if it didn't have the the spider walk, then it's the probably the theatrical the original theatrical version. I don't. I was. Th- I don't think. I don't, what you would have remembered. Okay, then yeah. no. I was oh. dating a girl that lived in D.C., and we went to Georgetown, and I ran up the exorcist steps and did the Rocky yeah, thing at the top, cool. and she didn't laugh, and I was like, fuck you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just keep running. But no, it's... Yeah, um, yeah, that one's not even worth it. Just push her down those steps. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, yeah, what, I mean, what a what an amazing... I mean, it was amazing. I was, I'm shocked I hadn't seen it up until this point, and it's like, it's unnerving. It's a fun, it's a cool fucking film. It's like one of um, the few movies I find... Have like, you seen Exorcist 3? Like, unnerving. No, I've not seen Exorcist. You gotta watch Exorcist Three with your favorite actor. Didn't we watch the Exorcist Three on the show? No, No, we watched Omen Five or something. Was it in Devil? Which favorite actor? Who wasn't even a president? I know. What a George. George. George Yeah, George C. Scott is the lead in Exorcist Three, and Patrick Ewing. Hell yeah, we need George C. Scott month. Um, and then the last thing I watched, uh, thanks to the. Uh, delightful Shredder's Revenge game. My kids are uh, willing to accept uh, the uh, love and embrace of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so we watched the original 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, and I am going to put it on Front Street. 
Did it terrify your children? It, they were like they were a little unnerved by the the costume. Were they, were, were they more unnerved by the costume or the hot gothic southern fuck scene? In, like, that whole there is, like it, yeah, there's, yeah, a, there's that, a there's a shoulder rub scene that's a little yeah, risque. That movie but, is wild. Like, yeah. That movie is wild. Like, I was thinking about that. I was like, because we just watched because it takes Racer. a fucking a half an hour detour into Mississippi Masala. Like it's nuts. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, but like, I was like, this might be the, one of the, I, so I don't know if I can objectively watch that movie because I loved it as a kid and turns out I still love it as Sam Rockwell show. I loved, I I popped myself Sam Rockwell. I I popped myself Elias Coteus. I popped the entire, I was just popping all over the place, but it was, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It was like a Gallagher show, but you gotta like, this is like, like from, we've seen, cartoons adopted into actual movies a lot we just also watched the movie oh yeah that too yeah, adopted adapted <laughs> you know adapt kids um but the uh <laughs> i think i think i think the teen, that first teenage mutant Turtles movie was was brilliant it still holds up i still remember all of the amazing. lines it still legitimately made me laugh at like parts some of the jokes were still hokey but some of them were still pretty funny the other and two it's, movies it's like really well movies. done and it's like when you think about it, i think those suits weighed like 75 or 90 pounds and whatever like, stunt men were in there were like doing legitimate like non-wire work like karate it was it's yeah, like it was incredibly crazy. serious for the movie versus yeah. like the cartoon very serious well, it's, the, it's <laughs> a comic like it really is like that first movie is is more of an adaptation of the comic book because like yeah it's like the the same story. Like they kill Shredder at the end, and the whole thing. Like it's it's pretty for close. A, to the for comic. a long time, it was like the highest grossing independent movie ever made. Yeah, that's wild. Independent movie. Yeah, oh, New Line made it. Please, New no. Line's independent, I guess. Um, what were you saying? You had a question, Alan? Oh, is that line in it? His shell went soft. That really stupid, like. Is that the first one or the second one? No, it was not in the... No, no. but this one did have one problem. the second one where Leonardo gets the shit kicked out of him. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, oh, his shell went soft. <laughs> there, there is one problematic line in this one where uh, Donatello... No, Donatello... No, not all the dams. The dams are tremendous. Damn! Damn! But there's a part where, Eli- where Donatello accuses Elias Coteus of being claustrophobic, to which Elias Coteus says... Hey, I never even looked at another guy. That's not bad. It's not. <laughs> and then he goes sleep in the truck. Uh it's that movie's a ton of fun. Uh so it's on HBO. Um, it, it's so. funny because after that one, like that one is like super dark and weird and violent. And like they were like, Well, the next one we gotta make it like silly and like they don't do any like weapon they had like an yeah, they had, of, like no weapon combat and like all this other dumb shit. Yeah, like, the second one was a lot more prop fighting and like silliness. And then the yeah. third one is just like third one is very much uh Oh Turtles of Time. It's very much back to the future part three. Like it's just like <laughs> screw it. Let's just uh, put them in samurai uh, time. What's the title? Secret of the Ooze is the No, movie. that's the second one. The that's third one is one. just oh. called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Three. The game is called Turtles in Time. That's one of those oh, yeah. like ah. classic oh, boners. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. Well Because um, they do go back in time. Oh, they oh, certainly do. Oh yeah, Secret of the Ooze was the second one because that's why they got like Super Shredder and Super Shredder and shows they got, up. 
Toka and Razor. Instead of right. Bebop and Rocksteady, which made me furious as a child. I was yeah. like, why? And it I still think makes the third me one was also where they didn't have the whole splinter puppet or it was too expensive, so they just shot him from the waist up behind tables and shit. <laughs> I, wish they sh- of- I wish they shot him from the waist down. <laughs> <laughs> but they did have a lot of Tarzan boy Baltimore money for the third one, which was a lot Let of fun. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's 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 everything I watched. I uh, made it funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, she turns into a triumphant insult comic dog. Um, and then he gets arrested in the Capitol. <laughs> well, that Sean. wasn't the dog; it was the guy. Uh, I was making fun of Kevin Smith. My dad the other day is like, "I thought you liked Kevin Smith," so I was like, "Do I like Kevin?" So I went back and watched Chasing Amy, a movie I would have told you was good, and it sucks. Like, it is not good. (laughs) No, it's really bad. And, like, the core conceit that, like, Ben Affleck, like, converts Joey Lauren Adams is real fucking weird. Uh, Kevin Smith, for being Mr. Like, Sensitive Ally, has these weird gay hang-ups. I think me and TJ, when we watched Red... Was it Red State? Yeah, uh, it it shows up a lot in there, and it's just like the movie, like it's it's way too Kevin Smithy. Like it's just too many quips, too like the dialogue's all like super unwieldy. The the what's a newbie, and that's still funny, but like it's not worth the other two hours of the movie for that part. I mean, at this point, do we think Clerks or Mall? I haven't revisited Clerks or Mallrats in forever. Now I think I'm a Clerks is scared too. Clerks is probably still good. I, I've uh, re- I've watched Mallrats in the last like few years. I thought it was still funny. Okay. Yeah. Did somebody watch? Did somebody watch Dogma recently? No. I don't think Dog Dogma probably holds up. Not recently. But yeah, Chasing Amy's like fucking awful. Like, and that like I love that movie. Favorite. Really? Honestly, that was always my least favorite of like of that like of like say those first four, I guess. Let's yeah. say Clerks, Dogma, Chasing Amy, and Mall Rats. That was always my least favorite. See, Mall Rats was always my least favorite when I was younger. Hmm. See, that's funny because that's the one I probably watched the most. Because I had yeah. that this was back I this is another one of my like remember when DVDs came out because I had the Mall Rats like special edition DVD and it was like super expensive. <laughs> and I remember like I watched it like I like I will I watched every like special feature on it. I watched it with a commentary, like yeah. Stuff yeah, we that were I think all... about now and, I, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, I would never do that. We were starved for content back then. Yeah. So I but I think Mallrats was the one I saw last at all though, so I was like, Oh, this isn't like real art like chasing Amy. <laughs> like it sucks. <laughs> well clerks uh, is black and white, so that's the yeah. That's the artistic one. That, well that's Kino for sure. And it's in the Criterion Collection, I think. And so, Chasing Amy might be also best it part is. of um, yeah. Chasing Amy. I think is the Mike Allred drawings that are in it. Yeah. Also, um, Chasing Amy also has Mike Allred in the movie. And yeah. He says, "I love Chayon Fat, but I don't think he'd be a great Madman." Which I remember yeah. when I saw that, I about lost my mind. I was like, "Oh my god, somebody's referencing Chayon Fat!" I, you know, it also it might have much. like. Yeah, the worst like title drop in dialogue in where of uh, Silent Bob's like ever since then I was just chasing Amy. It's like oh no, like that. Oh, that's yeah. Did he and also why, did, he, did he look at the camera and wink while he was saying it? Yeah, that's why I must become Superman for the quest for peace. Is like the funniest Family Guy joke. <laughs> uh, that's all I watched. TJ, uh, I watched uh, one thing. 
uh, and one thing alone. I watched the new Blumhouse Scott Derrickson, uh, friend of the show Scott Derrickson. Oh yeah, uh, Joe, Joe Hill film, the, the African American phone. phone. Yes, the uh, the black phone, El Fono del Negro. Um, <laughs> you were ve- actually very close. Uh, I wouldn't. It, wouldn't the adjective that would be the first? the phone of the black? Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have the Dell. It would just be Telefono Negro. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, this movie is like is the definition of just like mid. It is so just like. It's not terrible, but it's just, like, painfully generic. And there's nothing, like... I don't know. There's, like... There's, like... Str- there's there's the, It's really frustrating because there's these, like, strings of a better movie in there that, like, they could pick up and do something with. Like, there's a pretty graphic scene of, like, uh, parental abuse in the movie. And Is then it later on... tied to Sinister or something? Like, the snuff no. films that are in... Or whatever that... The Ethan Hawke one... No, this is like I mean I don't think so. If it is, yeah. they don't they don't. Isn't this like, isn't Ethan Hawke in this too? Yeah, how is yeah, he he's, in this? He's I was gonna ask. It. He's good. I mean, he doesn't really have much to do. Um, how's the phone? The, the movie. So the problem with the movie for me is that like it's just it's just generic. Like again, it's generic. Like this this guy that's called the Grabber is terrorizing this town by by abducting these children and, and they don't know what's going to ha- what's happening to these kids and then the main kid that we're aligned with gets abducted and he's trapped and i mean it's a feel like it's a movie you've seen a thousand times and uh you know we've talked a lot about things on the show or if it just shows up in a movie it just like it has to overcome a lot to get over your initial like repulsion of the trope uh for Sean that's magic uh for Gogs that's creativity Hey, <laughs> I but no, like like Sean hates magic, and I hate psychics. I fucking hate them. It's the laziest trope in a horror uh, movie. You, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna point of order. You hate psychics in Western movies because you love that shit in Takashi Miike, where somebody's a psychic for no reason. Yeah, but there's That's also correct. like a talking dog, and like, <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit different. <laughs> I mean. In uh, Takashi Mika movies, you have mob leaders that are trying to grow new uh, mobsters, and I mean, it, yeah. there's a little bit. There's there's different <laughs> rules in those things, <laughs> but it, but in this, it's like you know, I, I said it on Facebook. It's like, well, you might not know Joe Hill was Stephen King's son because he doesn't share his last name, but you sure would know from his fucking writing tropes. Like like Stephen King loves that shit too, and it's just yeah. like. It's just a punch well, out ending, like. Well, it's just we got this murderer, and like we don't know how to solve it. So, like the little girl, the the boy's sister, is like a psychic, and it's just like, oh, God. And then, like the thing is, like the crux of the movie is like it's kind of well, it's more than kind of. It's very supernatural. Like the 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 titular uh, black phone is in where uh, Ethan Hawke keeps the kids before he murders them, but it's like unhooked from the wall, but. The, the kid that's still alive, the kid that the main character kid, the phone rings for him and it's the dead children that Ethan Hawke has killed and they try to like formulate a help him formulate a plan to kill Ethan Hawke. And it's just dumb. It's just boring. And again, like I, I hate the movie because like there's I, I, I really thought that they were going to do something kind of interesting with the movie. Again, there is like a very extended and disturbing scene where the, the main character's sister gets, like, whipped by her father, 
And then later on in the movie, the Ethan Hawke Haw character, you find out that like he baits the kids like that he tortures Ew. in into like getting like basically to like try to escape because in his twisted mind he's like punishing them for being bad. And I'm like, and also like these kids in this town are like crazy violent. So I thought like maybe you're trying to make some kind of like circular violence kind of narrative or like. You know, there's something more than what there was, but no, nah, nothing, nothing, nothing there at all. It's a big nothing. There's like this drop line where Ethan Hawke is, is talking about the black phone and he's like, well, it was down here when I was a kid and it didn't work either. So I thought maybe there was going to be more to like Ethan Hawke's character. Or, like there was, some, you know what I mean? There was something more to him than just this weirdo that wears a mask that looks like Willem Dafoe with devil horns. But no, he's just deranged and it's just like yawn. Like, I, is it better than Doctor Strange Two? I mean, yeah, because it's a lot shorter. But okay, it's it's pretty short. It's only like an hour and twenty minutes long. But I mean, it's just again, it's not terrible, but it is like a five all the way. It is like a movie that'll be on like you know Netflix in like no time. It's just well, very IGN very, gave it a nine. So go fuck yourself. Are you fucking kidding me? They gave no, this not a at all. nine. Oh my! Yeah. Are they out on their minds? It's so just. And they gave Crimes of the Future like a seven. Yeah, of course. Maybe yeah. I'll love it. It's just, I mean, it's again like I don't know if you like old Stephen King movies that you've seen a thousand times, you might like it. I don't know. I was expecting a lot more from it. I, I did. I will say that I thought that the uh, the main character's sister, like it's full of kid actors and they're varying quality. Uh, this one kid that's supposed to be like the tough, like karate kid in the school is like painful. There's a scene early on in the movie and his dialogue, he's so bad at acting. And I felt bad for him. Um, but the, 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 the main character's little sister is very good in the movie. Uh, I see uh, a bright future for her. She's very good. The main kid's pretty good. Ethan Hawke is good. At, I mean, he's basically playing like a Joker character. Um, but other than that, it's just kind of bleh. like, it's, it's totally forgettable. I'll, I'll forget this movie exists in a week. Like it's just Roger Ebert.com gave it a perfect score. Are you, are you kidding me? Yep. Four stars. Okay. I, 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 well, all right. Well, uh, who might argue with IGN and <laughs> Ghost? Like, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Also, there's a lot of like dumb logic stuff in this movie, and I know it's a horror movie, and I should kind of get over that kind of stuff. But so, at several, at, at one point in particular, he's able to get out of the house, the kid, and he, they live in this small town. There's like houses ever. It's this tiny little community. Run to one of the other houses immediately. Well, hmm. what does he do? He just like runs in the street, and he and Ethan Hawke gets in his van and tracks him down. It's like what? Like that's. And then there's a like point uh, later in the movie where he he eventually mounts a counter attack to Ethan Hawke, and he fills the titular phone with dirt that he like whacks him in the head with. But he has a toilet with a goddamn lid on it. Yeah, heavy those things are. Yeah, I, yeah. I he's it. he's just a kid. Yeah, but he picks it up and uses it to like break into a wall. So it's like I, it, I watched. Be... I watched Boondock Saints. I know that being hit with a toilet lid is just like getting stomped on by some huge fucking guy. But uh, I, I refuse to acknowledge that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I did not care for it. Um, but that's it for me. I didn't watch anything else. I think that's everything. Yeah. Yes.
All right, now we get into our, our feature presentation. The Wachowskis Speed Racer, Macha Gogo. Um, Dogs. Yeah, what the hell happened to this movie? Good luck. Good luck. I, Here we go. I, I was I was out of know. breath in the first five minutes of this movie. Like they dumped so much shit at you, and it's just like what this the hell? movie is. I, I, I texted the, TJ. And I said, this movie should have won an Oscar for most ants in the pants of any movie because it could not sit still for 10 seconds. I love this it. This movie is the Dan movie. Flash's levels of visually confusing. The movie is fucking in, not even not even visually goggles, but like storytelling. Oh, wise. They're story like looping, but they're just, going back and forth and back and forth. And back. It's like, what I don't the fuck? I don't have any affinity for or I've never even seen the original show. So I can't. That That is amazing to me. You should so, have watched some. It's fun. I mean. Whatever yeah. was it like the A team? I liked the A team. No, it's 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 kind of like no. this. Actually, this was a pretty faithful adaptation. Well, it seemed like it would ways. have to be. So it's like Johnny well, Quest. It, yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it is a lot like Johnny Quest. The movie's a very faithful adaptation of literally every single episode of the show crammed into two hours. <laughs> so it felt like. So I'm just gonna say this: it felt like the Wachowskis were trying to make their Dick Tracy and just failing miserably. Like that's how it felt to me. For the entire two hour and fifteen minute affair, I'd agree. The whole, the whole Tracy comparison, the, yeah. The whole time I was watching it, I was thinking, this movie walked so that Scott Pilgrim could run. That's a wow. Yeah, you know what? That's, like, I, yeah. I appreciate about this movie, and I want to get it right out on Front Street. Where like a movie with a lot of CGI, I'll be like, let's try and make it real. They were like, this movie looks fake, and we should make it look even faker somehow. It is like. It, it's like it's both like big visually big. captivating and impossible to watch at the it's same time because your brain can't. Yeah, I'm I glad can't, I like, didn't I'm, see this in a theater because no, I don't know well, if my my brain could handle it, dude. I watched it on the projector and I was just like, oh no, you know, too much I, happening. You this might have lost a, you. You might have lost something watching it on the projector. Yeah, it was too. Busy. Yeah. It was too busy. There's too much. It yeah. was super vivid. On, like, this the, this took this movie took a United ninety three right into the uncanny valley. It's amazing. I've never seen well, anything like it. I, I my my timetable might be a little off, but I think this was in that slate of like weird CGI backlot movies, like Sky Captain, like Sky Captain Tomorrow. Sin City. There was another one. Sky Captain. Well, this was tomorrow. Dude, this, this was two thousand eight, and I think yeah. Sin City was also eight. Yeah. This makes Sky Captain the World of Tomorrow look like the Bride of Frankenstein. Like it's like <laughs> insane what this movie looks like. And you could tell there are parts where like somebody was probably like, "We should clean this up a little bit." Like, fuck that. No, just yeah. add just more it, shit just, into it. Just put a little more shit in. Nobody will notice. Just let it just roll. More wipes. More What's, transitions. Is it more... cheaper to is it cheaper to clean it up or just to throw a few more things on there? Well, <laughs> this I mean, movie looks like technically to throw some more CGI people in there. Yeah. We'll do that. Then nobody will notice. This, is, this movie looks like it cost a billion dollars. It looks like <laughs> yeah. it looks like it's a fucking MySpace same. page came to life. Like <laughs> it looks it looks like it cost a billion dollars or like fifty. Right, but right. at the same time, it looks like a Tim and Eric bit. Like, just, just sort of like, <laughs> there is definitely like, like cut Tim together, and Eric. 
Like, they just, like, put, like, they just made, like, a still of Emil Hirsch and just sort of slid it across the top of the background. Like, (laughs) while they were sliding all the race announcers past him in the background. Oh, my God, the weird, like, I'm going to call it, like, assembly line cuts. Like, it's like, oh, he's got speed race going around the track. And it's like, it's it's like that old thing. Right, up, down. They look like a video toaster fucking screen. They set up Hollywood squares to watch this thing. Like, what is (laughs) heard that that like wives tale or i don't know if it's a wives tale maybe it's actual science gog you're the expert on the science but like that if a shark stops moving it will die immediately that's this movie that's i believe that to be true i don't know it to be true but deep in my heart of heart i want it to be true the word movie has never been so apropos in anything we've watched (laughs) well anyway so here's what happens in this thing uh you are introduced to young Christian named Speed Racer. That is his God canonical. Yes, canonical name. Because John Goodman is just such a big fan of speed. Right. He <laughs> likes, but he also named his older son Rex, and he guess what he gets into? A Rex. And then he's now <laughs> Um so and his young oh, man, son the fucking like, the fucking reveal at the end of the movie is so good. <laughs> Oh. Uh, what's the other son? What's the son with the with the monkey's name? Just Spritle. Spritle. Right. Is that a car part? Like I don't know I, what that means. I, I, I so assume it just Spritle, meant like an yeah. even smaller sprite. So Spritle and Chim Chim. So there's Chim Chim and Sprite Racer. You've got Speed Racer, Spritle. who is just Spritle, Spritle Racer. Excuse me. Uh, and I'm pretty sure John Goodman's Christian name is Pops, which is yeah, fortunate. Yeah. Yeah, it's just Popovich Racer. So uh, <laughs> they changed it when they got to Ellis Island. <laughs> so Pops Racer is married to Susan Sarandon and her tremendous cans, and they have mm-hmm. made these three children and a monkey, presumably, and, and an Australian and an Australian mechanic. And, and all Racer's girlfriend, who also lives in their house, apparently, and like, has a helicopter. So they canonical. Live in this- also, uh, not not not, not uh, this is just for Sean, but uh, Christina Ricci's aggressively uh, uh, her her aggressive like uh, Euro hairstyle, oh, yeah, really really works. And and her like anime eyes, like I think yeah. her eyes are yeah. just that big normally. Yeah, she she, she came like rolling anime. in here yeah. looking like ooh la la from Space not, Channel Five. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I think Christina Ricci's my favorite part of this, just because of how hard she leans into it and how well she sells it. Um, yeah, she's pretty any, good in the movie, I have to say. Anywho, they live in this house garage, and Speed Racer <laughs> cares about one thing and one thing only, going real fast. And also crashing, according to the little flipbooks he makes in his math homework. Yeah. Uh, he wants to go see his brother, race around in a circle, and uh, so he does so. And he lets his brother... His brother uh, breaks... I don't know. I don't know how the laws in this work because the racing is also sort of a death race situation where you can just take each other out willy nilly, but well, not, well, zero. not like, until the end of the movie where you find out there's like one te- that that the, like, the, just the, the, the spear tether is, is not allowed. Yeah, but everything yeah. else. So, uh, but everybody's going all flippity gibbets, like spinning their car, like hip checking each other. Uh, Rex Racer lets speed go around in the Mach Four at this point, or maybe the Mach One. Who knows? Uh, speed's like addicted to speed, uh, which tracks given his name. So then Rex, it's all about Rex Racer. Rex Racer out here just getting it done, just slaying it until 
one day he turns bad, maybe for sponsors, maybe, and he becomes kind of the bad boy of racing. He's like, who is that guy who did the Home Depot racing and would like run everybody into Tony rolls? Stewart. He was the Tony uh, Stewart of this dimension. That's the Tony second time that's come up this week. Tony Stewart, yeah, right? Weird was going off doing like amateur races, literally killing people. <laughs> yes. yeah, didn't, he, didn't he the guy that ran over the guy on the track and then yeah, he was like, like well he shouldn't have gotten out of the car he's like the yeah. Ahmed Johnson of NASCAR um huh didn't Ahmed Johnson kill a guy who's the guy that but like uh, brain busted somebody to death are you, are are you thinking, thinking of D'Lo Brown? Brown? D'Lo Brown, excuse that me. That was an accident. Yeah. Oh, he also didn't kill him. He's still alive. He just paralyzed, he just paralyzed him. Oh, yeah. never mind. Now, now he's a reaver. He's got like one of those uh, fucking bone breaker wheelchairs with the treads and shit. Oh, Good old uh, draws. Oh, draws, yeah. Oh, he's like the guy from fucking Twisted Metal with the uh, arms for wheels. So Axel. now, yeah. So now. How uh, could Rex- you forget his name? He, he, he literally he, he, is. He is the axle. So Rex Rex Racer is doing his thing, and they're racing in like the Gumball Three Thousand or whatever it's called. And he's going through the ice caves of Hoth and explodes, and everybody's like, "Oh no, that's sad." Well, but, pause. This explosion when these cars exploded is a like an extinction level event, yeah. like a Holocaust yeah. explosion. It looks it looks like the fucking uh, the, when Neo Tokyo explodes. Yeah, they cross the streams in Ghostbusters. It's bad. Yeah. it's total protonic reversal um so now now pops is sad speed is sad presumably the monkey is sad but then pops and speed watch an old movie about racing that they know the outcome and then they cheer over it and now speed racers a racer again so speed racers out here racing his things and he's an independent racer and i don't know how they're paying for any of this and they're trying winnings i guess but they're recruiting sponsors and then you you meet meet lord edgerton and he's like hey (laughs) Come to my factory planet and I'll show you around. And they have like a cloning vat where they're making new racers and they're assembling all sorts of cars. And he's trying to tell them how much he loves racing. And then Speed's like, I appreciate it, sir, but I don't want to join your cabal of race people. Oh, and then also, he's like, uh, well, too bad because pause, this is how pause. we manipulate the stock market. Pause <laughs> real quick, guys. As yeah. they're taking this tour, there are literally like hundreds of people zooming by in segways at like breakneck speeds. Yeah, <laughs> like this is, a, this is a reference for no one, but if you've seen the Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2 movie where they go to the uh, Invigoron or whatever plant, it's a lot like that. It's certainly it's, not Invigoron. <laughs> uh, Live Corp. So, so he's there and he, he reveals his sinister plot of every race ever because the, this the economy in this world is based. fucking insane it's just everything is <laughs> racer based it's the only thing that matters everything is it's the linchpin for the entire democracy that they are part of it is it is so we're now we're treated to a trade federation-esque embargo of Naboo level economic of, uh, plot like it's there's just, a lot of they, the prequel movies in this they movie. also live in like a a neon dystopia, but oh, like a yeah. pastel neon dystopia. Yeah, like it's like a, it's like if Shoots and Ladders and Blade Runner had a kid. Like it doesn't <laughs> make sense. But this is what they live in. It is like it's like F Zero. What's the PlayStation equivalent of F Zero? Um, Wipeout. Wipeout. Yeah, the one you had to be on like nitrous to enjoy. So now uh, he's like, I don't want to do the same words with that. I'm gonna set you up to make you look like an asshole. And then the meantime. <laughs> There's like a fucking side plot where race mobsters are going to put a an Asian kid's hand in a jar of piranhas because he's either winning or not winning enough. 
Well, this is and, the thing with the economy is not only are they manipulating the stock market via F-Zero races, but they're also fixing the races to make money on the other end of it, too. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like Rick Top in fucking uh, um, Snatch. Oh, help me out. Snatch. Yeah, Snatch. He's just he's just all over the board, just trying to make his money. So now Racer X and the FBI or the equivalent in this dimension are like Inspector hey, Inspector Detector. It sounds like a toy you would buy your children. It's just like a bag of like magnifying glasses. I don't know. And like, there's like this comic book called The Black Hammer, and there's this bug character that's a detective, and his name is Inte- Inspector Insector, which I thought was really hilarious. Yeah, Do you remember better. when they sold us all those like fucking fingerprint kits to ruin your parents' spy living room when we were kids? Spy tech? The fucking yeah, the mirror yeah. on the stick and stuff. So you yeah, can, you know, look around the corner. Yeah, that didn't work. Um, because now he's a shiny mirror poking out from around the yeah. corner. <laughs> um, so now, uh, Inspector Detector and Racer X have convinced Speed Racer to team up with like I forget it was like Tomaga or whatever. Every every company has a racer, and that's what they're they're financial fortunes are based on. So like, well, again, the entire economy of this universe is 100% based on racing. Right. So now they're going to do this cross, they're going to do the cross country race. They killed uh, Rex racer and uh, speed sneaks away from his family to go What's do the, this. The, the like safety protocol. It's, it's something hilarious. It was like, his like safe goop or something. Didn't yeah. Him. It was like that foam putty stuff. From and he just demolition like, man. Up. Yeah. It had like a funny name though, because Speed Racer says it. I was like, oh my god. So so Racer X and uh Racer X and Speed Racer defend this kid uh through this cross country gumball three thousand esque where they're fighting all sorts of themed villains. There's like a Viking squad and there's like an army squad, there's a guy who's made of snakes, and they do all this <laughs> racing and they get to the end. And the, the kid wins, so now his family's company stock goes up and they don't have the Edgerton harsh buyout or whatever. He has but a publicly traded family. Yeah, and then it becomes a huge swerve because all that dude wanted to do was get the price up. But then his sister's like, hey, that was a dick move. Sorry about that. Here's our invitation to the Grand Prix. So then you can expose this and then I guess vis-a-vis winning the race bring the entire economy to the ground yeah because the kid didn't actually want to race in the Grand Prix he just wanted to get the stock price up Correct. you already skipped he the didn't ninjas? care about racing anymore I think you missed the ninjas oh right but I guess during I guess during the cross-country race one of the legs because it's like multiple days pops and them show up and they give him what for but then ninjas show up and then, like, the entire racer family demonstrates their knowledge of, like, martial arts by just it, throwing everyone all flippity jibbits oh, around. Like ninjas. Murder, More like ninjas. It's a shame what passes for ninjas these days. Yeah, Pops Racer's an absolute unit in this film. Also, there's there's a weird reference to the anime Berserk at the beginning. Of the yeah, movie. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that. In that weird... They're like the uh, Spritel and Chim Chim are watching a cartoon, and they're, they, it cuts to this weird animated sequence. They are like, watching like a French version of what an anime would look like. It looks like something out of heavy metal or one of those yeah. magazines. Yeah, and it's like a weird like Berserk slash like Fifth of the North. Star I think it's called the of... Immortal Blade of Berserko. Yeah, I think yeah. that's correct. 
So now we get to the Grand Prix, and we're about, what, an hour and 30 minutes into this thing. And who now knows? we're into our fourth race or our eighth race. Who knows? Everyone's racing, and it's a it's a spinning-based race where you just want to get your car spinning as much as possible. Well, it's, it's a neat do. trick. Yeah, and everyone's got pogo <laughs> sticks on their car. That Those are legal, but everything else isn't. Uh, Speed Racer kills, I don't know, nine... 12 people over the oh, course yeah, they're of this race. Fucking dead. Like, don't give me that like, phone yeah, bullshit. Yeah, he knocks people out like Batman does. By, like, he, yeah. These people are fucking done, so. Um, <laughs> so he, he kills all these people. Uh, he, he then his car gets go, gets kaputted, but then he remembers how to like drop it into fifth and then like, I don't know, unfuck its brains. Oh, he doesn't remember. He listens to the car. The car tells yeah. him. That's what it was. Because right. the the mechanics like I don't know, and pops is like that's what you got to do. Well, yeah. will speed know that? It's like I don't know, but then the Mach Five just says psych- hey. psychically tells him drop it. Yeah, fifth, he also bitch. says, uh, "Oh, get that weak shit off my track." And then he yeah. says, "That I was weak." It's like, yeah, I loved yeah, the first was, line. Did not love the second one. No, yeah. they didn't need that button. But at some point, he gets spear hooked by like. I don't know, Steve, Thunderball, McQueen, or whatever, and then he like he does a he does a barrel roll and then shows the world that the guy's cheating, which is pretty plainly obvious. And then why is this cheating? I guess we brought it up earlier when everything else isn't cheating, and then well, Steve and, becomes the president. And these race and these other ra- these races, I don't think you were allowed <laughs> weapons. You're allowed to hit people, but you weren't allowed the what the grand or the cross country race. Which actually was like cr- across like three continents. Yeah. <laughs> um, in that race, you were allowed to have weapons. It was like unsanctioned. Anything goes. In the actual racing league, I think you were allowed to like rub as hard yeah. as you wanted, but you I couldn't understand actually. Which... You couldn't actually use offensive weapons. But the jumper, the jumper bits were legal, right? The little yeah, that's, not a weapon. That's, that's not a weapon. That's just jumping around. That's just jumping around, baby. So Spriggly uh, do as God likes to say. So then Speed Racer wins everything, becomes, you know, king. Uh and and Edgerton or Lord Shadowton, I forget what his real name is, Briarton, uh his whole company, I guess, gets repossessed by the federal government and you know that's socialism. Yeah, it, it turns and, into a, a like a Chinese nightmare dystopia. Uh, and that's and that's Speed Racer, and it's nope, just no, no, nope. it's not. What I missed? Forgot the Racer X reveal. The best. Oh yeah, and then Racer world. X. So Racer X, who has clearly been his brother the entire time, takes off at some point. Takes off his helmet. Like, I'm not your brother. And then, oops, swerve. He is his brother. Yeah, because it ends his, like smoking aces. Yeah, he got yeah. his face. He got his face ever so slightly altered to look like uh, Matthew Fox. Right, and, kept the voice now, though. Kept the voice, uh, and now that guy is off to I don't know, like I guess dethrone other despots. I don't know what his next move will be. I I did appreciate about the movie that they recapped the entire movie in thirty seconds during the last race because I was already so overloaded, and I've seen this before that I could not remember what happened. I think they recapped the movie no less than four times during the movie. Like, there's a oh, lot yeah. of like that happened and then this happened. I, I always complain about that, but it's really necessary in this movie. This movie was. This movie was jarring visually. Like, <laughs> like, hey, 
I, I was sitting there like just like I don't feel good about this in the least. Like what too much? Like like they like that scene where they talk about in Taken, where Liam Neeson jumps a fence and there's like twenty six cuts has nothing on. They, they might I think they were averaging two cuts a second in some. Well, it's parts not of this only movie. jarring visually, but it's just jarring like narratively too because they're just they're just yelling at you the whole movie. But like I. It's like it's like I don't know what the hell is going on, but they're very it, noisy like, about it. Instead of editing it, they just pick random stage select a thousand times in a row because it just kind of <laughs> throws shit together. Yeah. However, it feels like right. But there, I, I did want to mention briefly. There's this like really beautiful scene transition where uh, one of the race cars is fighting a truck. And it spins around and they go at each other and it turns into this like ladies fucking snow blood. Or is that oh, what yeah. the fuck movie's called? Yeah. Or it turns all red and white and it's like just this really bizarre transition that shouldn't be in the movie but kind of rules. Yeah, yeah. that was kind of cool. And he, like and like then the, the, these poor cars get the ever living shit kicked out of them. Like Speed Racer ends the race like doing like a nose grind across the, the tires finish, are like, melting. Yeah, the tires are. I actually kind of liked that part. Like, he, yeah. like he went so hard, the tires are literally melting. I was like, and the car kind of like just like settles in and dies. Like Dumbo's yeah. mom. I'm like, okay, this is pretty. Well, so after yeah, it settles in and dies after he goes to the Jupiter and beyond the infinite part of 2001 and the whole Yo, world that like, part pinpoints. was also. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this movie, like this race just ends in a fucking Willy Wonka tube. I was like, there's too much <laughs> happening here. Alec, did you think there was too much happening or not enough happening? Um, both. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, visu- visually, there was too much happening. Um, coherence-wise, there was yeah, not oh. enough. No, yeah. Um, I had this like I watched this movie in like three settings. Um, I was telling Stacy last night when I finished it after my third attempt. <laughs> Mm. Like, this might be one of the hardest movies I've ever had to rate on this show. Yeah, it's like, it's it's so busy, like, I can't tell you if anybody's good in it, because, like... You know what I mean? Like, I just like, I can't. It's like challenging to watch this movie. I think I can legitimately say that Christina Ricci's good in this movie. She's the only one. The part at the end of the, the. I guess it was the uh, the rally race. The part at the end of that when, like, he's, I guess, approaching the finish and it's going, like, showing all the announcers going fucking ape shit. Like, I was, <laughs> I was like, I was, like, getting legit, like, a little fired up. I was like, fuck yeah, yeah go, go speed racer, go. <laughs> like, but man, the first half of this movie, a lot happens, but it is boring as fucking shit. I, I'm just going to put it out on Front Street. The biggest problem I had with this movie is its length. It is way too long. Like, yeah. It is in- incredibly long for like a yeah. movie that this it is. Mo- this movie needs to be 90 minutes long and it would probably get a hot, lot higher score for me. But because, it's, like, it's, it's weird it's, though because it's really long but it's not like slow so they just no. keep like no. you get like your brain boils over because they just like keep throwing all this epilepsy shit at you for two and a half hours I straight. I think this movie could I have benefited this- honestly from being in two parts. It, it could have been uh, oh, no, the no. rally, like the I, seriously, the rally race. It could have ended with the rally race and that betrayal, and then the second movie is the Grand Prix setup and all that. Do you think this is like a uh, fucking Jupiter sending thing where they had a four movie thing planned that, yeah. and they just jammed it all into one? 
I was just about to say that. Yeah, you know, isn't the Jupiter Ascending like screenplay like six hundred pages long? Yeah. Or something? yeah, it's three movies that they just like mush together. Hmm. This could be. This could be that. It feels like they're just trying to get so much in. It's like, yeah, okay, don't. So as so, you guys have seen the show, and I guess Sean kind of mentioned this earlier. Like yeah. this, this felt like the entire arc of the entire show just jammed. But this into show is yeah, but like with all the neon shit like yeah, added show, because yeah. The, yeah, the show does not... not have like a narrative structure. No, no, it's like it's a monster like, of the week, but with cars. Yeah, it wasn't like you had to follow it for seasons to understand the lore. Yeah, it was <laughs> no, it... just the same thing every week, and like probably a lot of the same like bad guys just palette swapped. Yeah. yeah, that's it was nice and cheap. Was this an American show? No, Japanese. No. It's I TJ mentioned the uh, actual name. It's like Mock Go Mach, Go Go Mach, or something. Mach, 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 Go. They even they even do it in the in the movie. They they but play yeah. the, the original theme song. But Speed Racer's real is his Japanese name is like Go Mafune or something like that. I think it's just yeah Go. I think it's <laughs> I, yeah. Honestly, Mach, Go's a better name than Speed. Mach, go Go. But yeah, uh, I also do love when he like they, they uh, talking about the show. So the, the show has a very, like, I think people, even if you've never seen the show, you've probably seen that Speed Racer, like, pose. Yeah. And, like, the, they actually do the fucking pose in the movie. Like, he falls out of his car. <laughs> the car is presumably going, I don't know, about 600 miles an hour. Yeah. He, fl- he jumps out of the car. This is what Goggs was talking about earlier. He jumps out of the car. It looks like a weird, like, Tim and Eric, like, <laughs> cross-cut, like, weird, like, thing. And he he uh, he does his pose, which I love. This movie also has probably the most out of place hard R in any movie that I've ever seen. Where it's just the yes. beginning one, the little kids. I was like, "Whoa, what?" Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, five knuckle shuffle time. Wow, this is gonna be tough. This is gonna be a tough one. Nope, it's not gonna be tough at all. Uh, Gogs six, six. It's bright and colorful. It was almost a four, but it's a six. Like, there's something about the last race I found compelling. It's too long. It's too busy. Uh, everyone's okay in it. Um, Christina Ricci's good in it. Uh, I'll give Pops Racer. He's pretty good in it. Emil Hirsch, he's mid. He's fine. Uh, it's yeah, just... I wish we could sh- trade him and Anton, and Anton Yelchin. Oh, God. Anton Yelchin in this movie? All of a sudden, yeah. this is a, this might be an eight. I just, I, just I feel like it should get a point bump just for Matthew Fox not being, like, the worst thing on Earth in the movie. He's, he's kind of great in the movie. But, yeah. Like, he's, he, it's, he's perfectly fine he, in the movie. Being monotone and weird, it's like... Yeah. He's, a, he's basically a role I was born to play, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Orlando... It's like how Orlando Bloom's a really good, like, emotionless elf. Like, oh, okay, yeah. that tracks. Um, no, it's like it's it is it is ultra busy. There's there's just it's and no, I like busy, I love busy, I live for busy, and this is too busy for gogs. Not put it out of the box. <laughs> Would you say it's busy? It's that's getting busy, yeah. Ike Eisenhower has issues with this movie. Oh, no. <laughs> like it's a it's a it's a six through and through. It's it's too it's too visually appalling to be a five. <laughs> I will remember it, and I didn't hate it. But I did not care for it, and it could be half an hour shorter. Yeah. Uh, oh, TJ, I think, it, I think it could be an hour shorter, to be honest. Oh, that'll only oh. be an hour and fifteen minutes, and it would be a feature. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh. 
a six for me, dog. I think um, it's so funny. I don't know if I've ever seen a movie that that danced on the razor's edge of six and three, like because <laughs> it's kind of terrible. Yeah, but it's oh. so weird that it, like it kind of overcomes its awfulness because it's absolutely committed to how weird it is, and like. It's, can, it's incredible. It's unique. You're never going to see anything well, like and this. And they're also like, yeah. like you can write off like the like they know what they're doing, right? Like they're making like this. They want to make this weird ass like live action cartoon, and they're like committed to it. But like they never stop. And like, well, we don't need like all this other stuff. Like, like all the sprite and chim chim stuff. As much as I love it, is like completely unnecessary. <laughs> they could have just cut those two characters. Out and this would have been a much better entirely. movie. <laughs> but I loved them. I love, and I also love the fact that Chim Chim is just a regular ass monkey. You know, it, I, it gets points for not being a CGI monkey. Yeah, everything is fake. Oh, but the Except monkey, the monkey. Yeah, um, but it's it's hilarious. Like the physics of the the racing doesn't make a lick of fucking sense. These cars are going, you know, Mach four, and they're they're able to spin and like. The, the tracks are insane, and I, I do like at one point, they the, the like evil uh, corporation dude has like a map of Earth, and you're like, oh, this takes place on Earth? It's <laughs> 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 like wild. Um, but yeah, it's like a six, though, because I mean, I can't go any higher than that, I don't think, because I, I think it was Sean, I think it was also Alec that said, this movie is like hard to watch. Yeah, uh, it is hard to watch. I don't know why. I think well, there was... are parts where the track just turns into some kind of abstract painting. They just abandon physical yeah. form at points, and it's just a bunch of colors. I uh, I'm probably only saying this because I'm sitting next to my bookshelf. The, it, the, what I can compare it to is that I read this book a long time ago, where the guy doesn't use any punctuation in the entire book. It's like one run, and it was it was hard to read because of that. <laughs> And this is like the movie equivalent of that. Like I, they, it's just like there is like forms of filmmaking that they just totally abandon. And <laughs> like, you never have like a chance to take a breath. It's just like it just goes and goes. I mean, I guess now that I think about it, I guess that is the point. Yeah. Uh, but it, it is insane. Uh, again, like you know, we've all seen the the like heroic like you know you, you cut from the present, you cut back to his troubled childhood, and then. But I don't think I've ever seen it in like a, a scene going back and forth and back and forth and back. In the first five minutes of this movie, I was like, "I'm gonna need some fucking water." Like, well, it's I don't like know fucking, what the hell's going on. it's like fucking Crisis on Infinite Earths, where everything is happening at the same time, and like dinosaurs are showing up next to spaceships. That's <laughs> a great comparison, but uh, that it's a six for me, dog, uh, Sean. It's an eight for me because, like, I think Gog said it before I could. There is nothing like this movie. Like, this is oh. unlike anything you have ever seen. And, like, if they had just made a straight adaptation of the cartoon, this movie would be, like, powerfully boring. Yeah. Um, and they were like, man, <laughs> they're a cool company. They said, fuck it, cut them up. Like, it's just like... So this movie gets like an elephant man bounce just for being the only thing that's ever been like this? Yeah, well, you know me. It's like, I love an ambitious failure. And, like, this movie fails on... You, like, you love a big not swing. Only, like, yeah, not only on, like, movie levels, but just on, like, 
human like human understanding levels like this movie is incomprehensible it's like a, it's like a cthulhu level movie like it just oh, yeah like it's like brain. it's like a fucking um like a neo cubist thing where you can look at it at any angle and it doesn't make any sense like but it's still a thing unto itself like i just like this is more of an ex- this is like possibly the most experimental movie ever made. Like I don't even know how to fucking classify it. Like it's and it was a big budget like studio yeah, movie and it lost it's, its ass and like tremendous flop. Yeah, it's like what I I don't know what happened. I I remember like two lines from it where I thought the kid said coochie but he said cooties. Um <laughs> It is like a mess in like the most like grand sense of the word mess. I was I was reading up on it on the Wikipedia and they're talking about how it's a flop and they're like it had a first <laughs> quadrant budget and a postage stamp audience. I was like, God, bro, damn. this movie is your your uh cell phone cable junk drawer full of cocaine. Like I I don't know <laughs> It's just shit's going everywhere. It's all tangled up, but like it, it, this piece probably does something, and this goes somewhere, and like I don't fucking know, but like it is not boring in the traditional sense. There are parts <laughs> of it that are boring, but it is boring in wholly unique ways and fast boring, which is a weird like I don't know. Like it is not bad in the way that movies we watch typically are bad. It is bad in spectacularly unique ways. And I think it's horrendousness is a testament to the human spirit. Like, cause <laughs> what in the fuck is this? But yeah, like I can't recommend this to literally anybody that wants to keep their brain intact. But like, if you've seen everything, man, you want to swim in some deep water, watch fucking speed racer. Cause it will fucking ruin you. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I wonder what this movie would be like watching watching this movie fucked up. It would probably no, just... don't, no, don't. You would die. I thought about it for half a second, but I was like, could no. you imagine being on mushrooms watching this? Like, literally, no, you I... would like you would kill your whole family. Yep. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like, this is like if this was like this is humanity's last gasp. Like when like everybody's brains finally rotted, and this is all we made. Like, okay, that makes sense. It's a fitting capstone to cinema because it's just every movie at once. And it never stops, and then it's over, and now we're yeah. talking about it. So, uh, who's left? Alec. Mm. Uh, this movie is a five, but not wow. in the, not in the traditional sense. <laughs> not in not in our traditional sense, right? The first half, like I, I've been I've been trying to sitting here listening to Sean trying to come up with terms like his big smart word terms, like it's. Like Engagingly boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the first half of this movie, like I was out. Like <laughs> I could not couldn't pay attention because there's too much going on. And also didn't give a shit. And it was boring, but not in the sense where I was bored. I just like I couldn't <laughs> I, it's hard, it's very hard to describe. It's boring there's in that way. Much, that we... There's too much going on to focus on anything, so you just kind of like tune it out a little bit. You're just like, you it's... know, I can't even, I can't even right now. It's it's boring in the way that like a complex math class that you have to take is boring because it's like a lot of shit going on, but you have to fucking know this by the end of it. And you're like, oh man, this is too many numbers. Like I can't. It's a complex math class that you didn't have the class prior. You just kind of dropped right. into it. 
<laughs> you had restraint from algebra to statistics. Yeah, yeah. Like just, yeah you got to. He'll figure it out. Um, so I'm giving it a five because the first half, like, I was out. I was done. I was like, this is trash. <laughs> like, I couldn't. I couldn't maintain, and I wasn't even going to finish it. I was just going to lie. <laughs> you probably could have got it. I'm sure. Yeah, I couldn't fact check it. Um. But I don't, like the second half, like I don't know what changed. I don't know if like there's a gas leak in the house or <laughs> I don't know. But the second half, I was like, you know, I'm kind of into this, but I'm not into it enough to go back and rewatch the first half and see if I change my mind on that. But like I was into like the uh, the rally race and the Grand Prix and all the jeez, uh, all the, like the uh, the fans and everyone absolutely fucking ape shit like I don't know how you can get actors to act so insane at something so <laughs> fake right yeah, like but... it's like they just took a bunch of like soccer announcers and filmed them watching like Ronaldo but just <laughs> cut them out and just stitched them into this movie <laughs> like there's, there's nothing on too. earth that can get somebody that level of excited for something that doesn't directly involve them, yeah, they, but even actors, like, but they were going yeah. fucking nuts, and I was like, you know what? I'm kind of into this. This is this is kind of <laughs> this is kind of awesome. There's some parts too where they're not in vehicles or whipping around, and they're just walking around those sets. It looks rough. <laughs> like it does not look very good. But so I'm giving it a five because the first half was a zero and the second half was a ten. Wow. So right. it doesn't get a five because I was bored or. I'm going to forget about it. I'm definitely not going to forget this movie. But it gets a five just because the two halves, that's what they average out to. Respect. Um, so what's what's next? I, I kind of would like to watch it again, but it's going to be a while. I, my brain can't process. <laughs> oh, no. You need, you, need it. you need to drink some tea. You need to take a few days you know, to, to gather your well, mental you, health. you got to wait for like the cabin pressure to come back. It's like you took mm. off at like Mach 4, and it's like I'm finally like getting back into like my body at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like I was an astronaut in one of those uh, circum... Or, uh, oh, the vomit it? comet? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm just getting my sea legs or my 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 land legs back. I gotta I gotta get back to, used to walking on dry land again before I can <laughs> go back into space. I don't have a I don't think we, have, we don't have a theme for next month. I thought we it was um a, is it July? It no, is no, like movies did. where people show up. No, it was um I thought it was Lewis Gossett July. Oh, oh god. Yeah. Lewis Gossett July. All right. I really would have really would have been better for Junior. Yeah, but I mean, did you have a pick, Gogs? Oh, oh, Iron Eagle. Yeah. Which one? One. The first one. Okay. Yeah. It was one or three. I'm going one. I'm I'm gonna really take a deep dive into his filmography. Yeah. I mean, I got my pick already. Yeah. Is it is it also an Iron Eagle movie? (laughs) No. Digstown. Oh, hell yeah, that movie rules. One. I haven't uh, seen that in a long I'm, time. Oh, I, picking, I saw it when I was young. I, I got Enemy Mine. So good oh, one. Shit. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Damn, I have to think about this. All right, so that's next week. Lewis Gossett <laughs> July. Or mm. I still, I think July. We still got that in banks. That's just movies. We've, we yeah. did that already. Did we really? Like three years ago. Oh, did shit. we? I'm pretty sure. 
I don't yeah. keep track. I delete them once we hit the month, so I don't know. But I'm pretty sure we did, mm. like, pre-pandemic. Uh, all right. Well, y'all know the deal. Eat your own ass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're now on Spotify. If you're not listening to us on Spotify, you can find us on Spotify. Just search Movie the Podcast now. You don't have to worry about searching yeah. Mohole Radio. And when you're on YouTube, Sean found out if you turn on the transcripts, it sounds like a lunatic typing. Also, shout out, shout out to uh, the commenter on our Morbius review that just said, Nice, nice movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Iron, e- Iron Eagle is available on HBO Max. Hey. Was, uh, all right. All, all right, right, everybody. See you later. later. Boys. Bye. <laughs> Macha go.